You are listening to Time to Revive. This show is designed to help you get the confidence to share your faith in everyday life. The music in the background is Revival from Third Day. My name is Angie, and I'm your host today. And in the studio with me is Mark Bird. He is the chairperson for Revive Ohio. Hello, Mark. Good day, Angie. We are doing a series called The Summer of Hope, and we have been talking about some very good subjects. We have just recently talked about fear and courage and change, and now let's talk about joy. So today we are going to look at joy and some aspects of joy that the scriptures teach us that we may not think of right away when you think about joy. So right away when you think about joy, you hear the word joy, you think of? Happiness. Smiles and happiness, right? So is joy equal to happiness? I think it can be, but it's not necessarily. True, true. So happiness is an emotion. Joy is a fruit or an evidence of the Holy Spirit. Mm, yes. And so this is interesting. The couple of scriptures we're picking out here to start off with starts in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Verse 2, this is where we're getting at. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So Angie, that word joy doesn't seem like it fits in that sentence at all, does it? Not really. So for the joy, he endured the cross. It doesn't seem joyful to me, does it? No, because the cross was the worst kind of punishment in those days. It was just, it was literally torture. Right. So it really begs us to go, what? Joy? Yeah. The joy. What are you talking about? The joy. This is where we cross over from our own understanding into the understanding of what God means. Right. Now I'm going to skip over to James chapter one, starting in verse two. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. You think that was a trial that Jesus was put on? Just a little bit. yeah. Yeah. And it says that knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Okay, uh, you think Jesus was being tempted? I do. We have to dig into this word joy just a little bit deeper because it's obviously not what it appears when we think about joy. Not when you're initially, well, because again, we're taking it from this fleshly perspective. Right. That we want to have joy and happiness, and people just think that's intertwined. And it's not always, right? Absolutely isn't, no. But we have to dig this thing out that Jesus was described as having joy to endure the cross. So there had to be something other than an emotion that he had that helped him endure the cross. Oh, that's a really good point. So if it was an emotion of happiness, I don't know anybody that would be nailed to a cross that would be happy about that, right? No, no. And yet the joy that it's talking about here was something that was given that he drew strength from to endure the cross. Hmm. So what is that joy? It is, like we said, it is a evidence or it is a fruit or it is something that come out of his spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? So I'm a mom and I can tell you when I was having my children that 
that was a very painful experience. Right. But I knew that something beautiful was going to come out of it. And even though at the time I thought, there's no way I'm going to survive this, because <laughs> that's how right. you feel, you know, after looking at it, you go, but all that pain is worth it in the end for this child to be born. So I think that I can somewhat relate to when he was saying the joy of the cross set before him. I, I think that somewhat. Now, obviously, it's not in comparison. Mine was not torture. His was literally torture. Right. But I think that's a great analogy, Angie, because you endured that. You endured that suffering because wouldn't you honestly say that was a bit of suffering? I could see a whole lot of other ways that it would be less painful and a lot more enjoyable, but no. Right. <laughs> but because of the joy that you knew was on the other side. Right, right. So exactly. putting ourselves in this position with Jesus and what was on the other side for him? Well, the truth is, is the reconciliation of God and man was on the other side of that. And he knew that. Right. And he was drawing from that knowing, if you will, that joy that was yeah, deeply seated. He knew that his purpose was necessary. The things that he was going through were necessary for the saving of the rest of the world. I love that, Angie. And one of the most famously quoted scriptures about joy, I think to me, comes out of Nehemiah chapter 8, and verse 10, and, it, and people just quote this little piece of it, um, for the joy of the Lord is your strength, mm -hmm. and all that. We would agree with that. The yes. joy of the Lord is our strength, but what is that actually coming from? What, what is that in context? So basically, Israel was celebrating their understanding of the law. So the law was being told to the Israeli people, and so what had happened is they heard the words of the law, and then they were sad. They were overcome with joy, actually. How does joy get expressed, Angie? Well, there's times when I am just, I have a smile on my face and I can't say, can't stop saying praise God. Right. And then there's times when I'm just crying because I can't get over the fact that he loves me that much. That's it. And so sometimes when we're overcome with joy, it comes out in tears. So yeah, it comes from the depths of your soul and, and it comes out in different ways. And so that's what we want to look at today is to pull out the fact that joy is expressed differently depending on the situation. And I love this verse 12 of Nehemiah 8, and it says, And all the people went their way to eat and drink and send their portions and rejoice greatly because they understood the words that were declared to them. And Angie, how many times do we understand a, a truth of the Scripture, a truth of God, a truth that has been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit, and it really brings us to tears. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to realize here is that joy, yes, it may come out with singing and dancing and happiness and all of those things, but we may be overcome with joy in a good way that it, it would look like, wow, why are you crying? I knew a friend, or I still know her, <laughs> <laughs> I know a friend who was so overcome with joy that she started laughing. Aww. And she laughed for a very long time <laughs> until she fell asleep. She was actually on the floor laughing. She was so caught up by the Holy Spirit. And she's the kind of person that is, that it was just so her. Let's just say mm. that. It was just so much, like you saw her laughing and you go, 
yeah, that makes sense that that would be her expression of love back to the God, uh, back to God. Yes. And so that's the thing, you know, is we're looking at joy, like that expression of what's in the inside of us. The Holy Spirit is residing in us and he's teaching us things constantly. He's wanting to show himself to us. He's wanting to reveal God to us. And as that is revealed to us, it brings out different emotions. So, so the fruit or the evidence is joy, but that triggers different emotions in us. I think so. There's been times when I think about where I came from and where I am now, and I am just so grateful that that's when joy comes over me. Right. And it really, doesn't it truly though, doesn't it give us strength, just like Nehemiah says? Yeah, because when you have true joy in your heart, there's nothing that's going to take that from you. The world tries to steal it, but... I can be so full of joy and it's like I turn into a rubber ball. That's good. Nobody's going to hit me. It's going to just bounce off of me because I am full of joy. And I think joy connects us to hope. That's what I truly believe in this situation, Angie. So we're thinking about the hope that we hold on to. We've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. We're trying to hold on to the hope that we have in Christ. And I think the joy that we have in what he's done in us and what he is doing in us anchors us to that hope. And so the last scripture I want to share today comes out of John 15. And this is Jesus speaking himself in verse 11. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. In order for our joy to be full, it has to remain in him. It's that whole idea of remaining connected, staying living in Christ. Yeah, and and that goes back to that, what I turn into when I know I have joy. That really is my identity as well. It's not only the fruit Mm -hmm. of my faith, but it really becomes my identity. I have joy in the Lord. And yeah, that makes complete sense with what you're saying. And I love how he says that your joy may be full. Like he wants us to be full of joy, because if we're full of joy by being connected in him, then we will be strong in the Lord. If what Nehemiah said is actually true, if it's true that the joy of the Lord is our strength, and if our joy is full, then we will be strong in him. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Back to identity. I love it. Yeah. It all ties together, doesn't it, Angie? Yes. It really does. It's all interwoven, intertwined, and and these are the things that bring us joy as we begin to watch the inner workings of God's Word in our lives, in spiritual truths, and it really should bring us joy. It really should bring us hope, and it really should bring us encouragement to stay rooted and grounded in Christ. We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus, and I think that is a truth that we can all hold on to today. Okay, I'm thinking of my friend who is just really going through a tough time right now. Mm. They're feeling the loss, the loss of a loved one, or they're feeling just hopeless, okay, okay, a lot of ways because of what's going on with the business or their job or their finances. There are people who are really holding on by the thread. Yeah. And how do we get them to pass from that place into a place of joy? How can we steer them into some practical things to do to get them to that place? Because we can talk about it, but they don't feel it right now. 
So again, I think we're talking about two different things, honestly, like we're talking about emotional things like that are tied to happiness. And I think they are things. Now, the loss of someone is an eternal thing. That is a thing that we have experienced and it is exactly real. But there are other situations that we're in right now that if we begin to take it from an eternal perspective and bring it down to literally an earthly experience of what we're dealing with right now, I think what we have to do is take a step back, right? And to run the race that is set before us, as Hebrews said here, uh, and and not focus on the things that are temporal, yeah. but on the things that are eternal. So it just gives us a perspective change, Angie. So and really I know, we have to stop looking at the thing that's right in front of us and yes. start going backward and taking in the big picture that this is... This is stuff that has to happen for Jesus yeah. to come back. Yeah, and honestly, Angie, we've all experienced that in our lives, right? And when things hit us hard, it brings us down to the point of focusing internally or right in front of us because it's something that's coming Yeah, you at can't us, help it. Yeah. Right? And so I think really what we're trying to draw from is what kind of joy drove Jesus to the cross to endure it Mm. Knowing that he could have changed it if he wanted Absolutely. to. But there was something that he drew from that made him still go to the cross. I believe joy is also a characteristic of God. Mm. Because if it's the fruit of the Spirit, right. Spirit, God, Jesus, all the same, then that is where he drew it from. He spent time with God and he drew his strength and felt his joy. That's so excellent. So again, I think when we're in the midst of these trials, you know, just like James said, it's joy gave us the ability to endure the temptation, knowing that God was working something out in us and for us to step back. And it's kind of like what we've shared in the past, Angie, be still and know that I'm God. We have to step back and take an eternal perspective, yeah. the spiritual perspective to what is really going on and not so much focus on the things that are temporal. And I'm not talking about ignoring them. And a lot of yeah. people talk about that. Angie. It, well, you're just trying to ignore what reality is. Yeah, because not it's not to. it's not easy. I mean, this is not an easy thing right. to step away from. Exactly. How much does thankfulness play into this? Mm, I think it's everything, right? In in all things, give thanks is what the scripture teaches mm -hmm. us. That's how we're supposed to do it. So does that mean only when good things are happening, do we give thanks? Mm -mm. That no, means in all, in all things. things, right? So that means during bad times as well. And when bad things happen, we are to thank God. And really what it does is it puts our mouth in alignment with God's word begins to renew our minds, it begins to give us an eternal perspective. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him, mm. so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's like a mic drop. It is. No, right. but honestly, we were just talking about this. This is hope fills you with joy and peace, and you trust him because you have to trust him first. That's what gives you the hope. That's what gives you the joy. That's what gives you the peace. And then you overflow with hope in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's just so deep. It is. <laughs> it's so deep. And it could make you cry with joy. <laughs> it could, because it's so rich and so true. Amen. What a great teaching. You know what? I am excited about our testimony time. Me too. Because some people have joy and some people just spew 
joy. And this guy, he is a walking fountain of joy. A dear friend of mine named Pat Bayman is on the line with me. Pat, welcome to the show today. Hallelujah. Good to be here. Thank you, brother. Pat Bayman is a, a dear friend of mine that has an amazing testimony. I should say maybe a set of testimonies, Pat. I guess the Lord's been working in your life many, many times in many, many ways. Would you agree? No, yes. Hallelujah. You know, every day is a new, uh, a new walk with Jesus, I'll tell you. Every day. Glory. Yeah, and really what's fun about this day today is when we talked about this topic, when we were praying about this, of course, uh, Pat was one of the first guys that jumped up in my mind about this very topic of joy. And so, Pat, today we're going to be diving into the word joy as it relates to bringing hope to our hearts. Our series has been the Summer of Hope, Pat, and, you know, without joy, it's awful hard to have hope. You got that right. I mean, you know, in days like this, we need hope and we need the joy. I mean, the joy, you got to have the joy to, to get through these hard times, you know, and with everything that's going on in this world, you know, it, it kind of me, it's kind of like the, the, the day of sorrows is starting. Mm. And, you know, uh, you got to have joy to get through that. I'm telling you, in Jesus, you know, when you got Jesus in your heart, man, the joy just springs out of you like a river. So, Pat, talk a little bit about how you experience joy because pat i've seen you many 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 days successfully and every single time i talk to you on the phone or see in person you always have joy in your heart can you tell the listeners mm -hmm. today pat how do you how do you always stay joyful well you know you when you start when you get out of bed you know you wake up and you just start thanking the lord and praising him and i'll tell you what <laughs> Boy, as the day goes on, you know, you just thank him and praise him and get in his presence. And I'm telling you what, that joy comes. I mean, it's just never ending. You know, uh, I get like uh, John the Baptist in the wilderness. My spirit leaps, you know, and I get around and I hear the word. And I'm telling you, I can't keep quiet. I got to praise God. I got to give him glory, give him honor because of who he is. You know, the creators of the heaven and the earth and everything that's on it that has breath. You know, he, he made it all. And all you have to do is to look each day and you'll find joy in Jesus Christ. I mean, it's there. I mean, my soul just, when I get up in the morning, it's like it stokes it, you know, it stirs the coals and he throws that heavenly wood on there. Boy, I'm telling you that joy comes unspeakable. It's like a river that runs out of you. And man, I'm telling you, when, when you get in his presence, there's no greater. You can walk into the ballroom of heaven and dance with Jesus, brother. I'm telling you, <laughs> glory. Hallelujah. So where do you think your joy came from? And is it something you had to go after or did it just happen? It just come, you know, when, when I had a revelation of Jesus Christ, like Paul did, I mean, tell you, it shook my tree bad enough that I, I wasn't a good person for years. You know, I mean, I'd done a lot of things I'm not proud of, but you know, when Jesus came in my heart, he forgive me. I, I, I come to the part in the Bible, I, I come home and I started reading the Bible and reading his word and i was reading about when john the baptist baptized jesus and it hit me so hard in the heart that i weep so hard i went in by the bed and i just told him i said you know i never followed you the way i should have i didn't mock you i didn't make fun of you but if you show me you're real without a shadow of a doubt i'll serve you the rest of my life and he appeared right in front of me and after that the joy just come i mean whenever i hear his word whenever i think of him 
the joy just fills your heart, you know, and you just get so blessed. You can't be quiet. You can't sit still. I mean, my spirit just wants to leap and dance before him. <laughs> and I'm a little bit too old to leap and dance anymore, but my spirit does. <laughs> Amen, Pat. And you know what I'm thinking about too, Pat, because the world will always try to pick at our joy, try to pick it apart, try to separate us from our joy, because the scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength, right, Pat? But somehow every day you manage to stay joyful. Well, you know, you got a lot to be thankful for, Mark. I mean, look here, uh, Nehemiah 8.10 says, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and it is every day, you know. And, and boy, when you get a hold of that and you see what God can do, you know, I mean, it's so amazing. I've seen him do so many things. People get out of wheelchairs and walk and fingers grow out and eyes be opened. I mean, hey, you can't give God enough glory. You can't praise him. I mean, that just... It makes you want to jump and shout when you see something like that happen. I mean, the glory of the Lord, it's so awesome to walk in the glory and the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. You know, when you get a visitation from him, there's a peace that comes over you. You'll never feel it ever again, you know, unless he's there. And I'm telling you what, that, that joy is unspeakable. When you look into the, the face of Jesus Christ and that love comes out of them eyes, <laughs> oh, brother, <laughs> it'll shake your tree. You'll want to begin to praise him and thank him for all he's done in your life and, and all that he's drug you out of. You know, I mean, there's times that I shouldn't even be alive, but Jesus Christ took care of that, you know, and I'm just so thankful. And, and I praise him every day and give him glory for it because he's worthy. Amen. We've got some listeners that maybe are just not feeling the joy right now and, and they're not feeling the hope. So how could we encourage them to find their hope in joy and vice versa? Well, turn on some music, put on some praise music, get to praising God and thanking him for what he's done for you. And I'll tell you what, it'll change your day, you know, and you get in there and read that word. I'm telling you what, that word will open up and it'll start speaking to your soul. And I mean to tell you, there's no, no greater thing than the joy of the Lord. I'm telling you, you know, and, and, and when you put that praise music on, it changes the atmosphere. When all you got to do is mention Jesus name. And when you speak that name, <laughs> oh, the glory starts coming down. Hallelujah. Pat, I'm reminded in Psalm 100, verse 2, it says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. And that just goes right along with what you just shared, Pat. But I want to take just a second, and I want to share with the listeners. Like, you used to have a name, Pat, that was called Mad Dog. But now the Lord has changed that. And I love it. And I think it's very significant for this time. And now can you just share just a little bit, Pat, about what you're referred to as? What is your new name and how that is so fitting with today's lesson? Well. You know, a guy come to me and he give me a, he told me, he said, you know, your name was Mad Dog. And they used to, <clears throat> I used to drink that wine and they'd take me out and chain me to a tree because I was crazy when I got drinking it. You know, they always called me Mad Dog, <clears throat> but he, he got to talking to me and he, he gave me a verse in Revelation that said, you know, where they give him a white stone and a new name. So he gave me the name of Glad Dog. I said, well, he said, that fits you too. <laughs> Praise God, you know, I'm telling you, uh, there's no greater than the Lord. And, and you know, you was talking about Psalms, and my favorite is Psalms 126, you know, and it tells about the, the captivity of Zion, and, and then it tells about where they was having dreams, and it says, you know, their mouth was filled with laughter, and their tongues was singing, you know, and I mean, tell you, just think about that, you know, I mean, you get to, <laughs> you get to singing before the Lord and, and filled with laughter, 
and that laughter comes on you and you can't quit. Oh, you know the joy of the Lord then, brother. I'm telling you. It's quite <laughs> infectious, actually, even listening to you, Pat. It's very infectious. <laughs> it ain't me. It's the Holy Spirit, girl. I'll tell you, you know, God is ever so good. You know, when you get in his presence and, and you want to serve him and, and, and do all you can do for him each day. You know, I made him a promise that I'd serve him seven times harder than I served the devil. And I try each day. Some days I fail, but you get up and brush yourself off and go on, you know, and, and ask him to forgive you and go on and just start rejoicing, start praising his name and, you know, lift him up. And I tell you what, you lift him up and I'll guarantee you, he'll lift you up. And the joy of the Lord is unspeakable. It sure is. Pat, I'm going to share a scripture real quick out of Proverbs 10 and verse 28, which is exactly what you just said. It says, the hope of the righteous will be gladness. Pat, and that's it right there. See, we're talking about hope and how that's connected with joy, right? And gladness is joy, right? And the hope of the righteous will be gladness. So, Pat, that Amen. that kind of sounds like you to me. Well, I, don't know. I just, you know, I just get so blessed by the Lord. I, you can't, you can't get enough of Jesus. I can. I, I don't care what anybody says. You know, He's been too good for me to, to look back to where I used to be now. I mean, He's so awesome. You know, Mark, I was reading in uh, Luke ten twenty one, and uh, there's different different translations of it. And one of them it said, you know, uh, Jesus in the spirit turned, and another one said Jesus danced. Think yeah. about that. I mean, you know, glory. That's awesome, man. I mean, tell you that just makes you want to shout glory, hallelujah, get that, fired up. I'm telling you, man, oh man, <laughs> glory to God. That'll Praise make your heart holiness. glad, won't it, Pat? Hallelujah. Yeah, to think that Jesus danced, you know, oh, man, glory. Amen. We really appreciate you. And like Angie said, it's so infectious, Pat, and that's why uh, I love to talk to you, and that's why uh, we love to share about Jesus and what he's all done for us. And, boy, it makes our heart glad, right? It really uh, makes the rest of the world fade away, doesn't it, Pat, as you begin to focus on him? It makes your heart glad. Amen. You know, I mean, you uh, you start thinking about the Lord and, 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 and the world worries of the world is gone because the joy is in your heart. You know, I mean, you get you get the joy of Jesus in your heart, man. And it, it don't matter what kind of struggles you got. He'll take you through it by the hand. He'll walk you right down through there. <laughs> Just like this, this business with this virus, you know, you trust in Jesus. You take his hand, you walk with it. There ain't no such thing. You know, I mean, it, you don't have to worry about it. You're covered by the blood. And I'm telling you what, that blood is all powerful. And it, 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 when you get in that blood, you get that Jesus on you, brother. <laughs> You'll want to dance. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory I, to God. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious why, uh, Pat, that uh, you came to my mind when we were thinking about joy because, uh, you know, Angie and I are here just smiling big uh, because it is <laughs> it is our strength, man, the joy <laughs> of the Lord. So, Pat, I'm so appreciative of you uh, being with us today and sharing your heart and letting the listeners hear what that gladness, that joy brings and a sure brings you up when you're when and if you're feeling down like that so pat thanks again for your time and thanks for joining us today on the program well thank you guys for having me and and god bless you both i hope you both get so so happy with joy that you can't stand still you start dancing and shouting amen that's awesome <laughs> thank you pat and uh, we appreciate your time very much and uh, you have been listening to time to revive Thanks for listening to Time to Revive. This show has been brought to you by Shine FM and Revive Ohio. More information about this program at shinefmohio.com.
the Shine FM Podcast Network.